0: For those of you uh, becoming devotees of Music 101, you will be very happy this afternoon because another edition is ready to unroll. Jacob Banks has made his way across 38th Street sitting in studio. Welcome, Jacob.
1: Thank you. It is the most beautiful day that has ever been. I mean, today it feels like you just walk outside and it's just gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous on the Augustana campus.
0: Were you lingering just a little bit? I lingered a bit. Yeah,
1: right in the middle of 38th Street. It's dangerous. Don't recommend it, but it was worth it. The sun, I ca- the sun caught me just right. So. Yeah.
0: I'm sorry, the sun. Was it in was my great, eyes. exactly.
1: <laughs> really, that explains it. Yeah, the, the poor, oh, <laughs> poor assistant professor is wandering about, squinting. What is this bright disk in the sky? It's the sun. That's the sun. So I'm so happy to be here. I mean, this, this, this stu- It's sunny in here all the time in in Mindy's studio, but but outside in particular. I hope people are enjoying a beautiful day, um, and yeah.
0: Seems like we've waited long enough, too, yeah. for some actual yeah. spring weather. Winter was so mild, it just sort of teased us right. with the promise of spring, and then it was all of a sudden, nope, you're not going to get It's going to be cool and rainy and windy. and right. So now we're getting our first real taste of spring, so how nice is that? And yeah. uh, spring concert uh, last weekend, something we're going to be talking about here this afternoon, momentous for many things, uh, absolutely, a piece that you wrote, uh, an event that the spring concert was actually designed around, and one of our big talking points for Music 101 this afternoon. Yes,
1: absolutely. We it was a it was a it was a his, an historic evening uh, in the music department at Augustana College. My colleague Daniel Culver, who has only been on the faculty of Augustana for 42 <laughs> years, 42 years, an amazing career of service uh, to the Department of Music and to the college, mm-hmm. uh, is retiring. Uh, Daniel Culver, many of your listeners know of him, of course, as the conductor of the Augustana Symphony, but also as a former assistant conductor at the Quad City Symphony and, uh, and the director of the Quad City Youth Symphony. Uh, just a staple in the Quad Cities community for decades. And so uh, it's, It's a really, it was just, I mean, no matter what the repertoire would have been on the concert, it just would have been a really meaningful and important night uh, to recognize Daniel for his many years of service and the many, many lives he has touched as a professor at Augustana. Uh, So that was great. I mean, just to begin with. And in fact, it wasn't technically his last concert, which is something we'll talk about. Um, It was his last orchestra concert, though we still have our festival concert on May 21st. Um, which he will be conducting, and that will be sort of his his true swan song, Mm -hmm. which will include a repeat of of, uh, one of the pieces, which we will discuss, uh, from from, uh, Saturday's concert. So it was a great night. There was a beautiful reception. Many alumni came from far and wide or sent their greetings who couldn't be with us, but it was a very, very special night. Uh, of course, first and foremost, because it was Daniel's retirement, uh, also because Daniel uh, approached me a couple years prior, uh, asking me if I'd be interested in setting a particular text by English poet John Dryden. Um, and with a pro- the, the project took a little while to get going, just because we didn't know exactly where we were going to place it, but I knew once Daniel announced his retirement that this would have to happen this would happen on his last concert. I mean, this would truly be his his uh, his grand farewell to Augustana. So I wrote a piece for the Augustana Orchestra and Jenny Lind Vocal Ensemble. Uh, my colleagues, Sangeetha soprano, and Aaron Humble, tenor, both uh, wonderful singers. And it's basically a 30-minute oratorio on this text by Dryden, which Dryden wrote in 1687. It was set to music. By a uh, you might have heard of uh, George Friedrich Handel. perhaps your, <laughs> perhaps your audience is aware, yeah, I can't Sounds place familiar. it. Yes. <laughs> so he the, he set the text. He was the first one to set the text. There are, of course, many the text is a song for St. Cecilia's Day. There are many Sicilian uh, hymns, many Sicilian odes, yes, odes right. songs, and what have you. So uh, it's really kind of part of a genre, but it ended up being really about a thirty minute oratorio. I thought it might be kind of fun since we have a recording from the performance to play little bits of it for uh, for Music 101 and talk just a little bit about how the piece was made. And also to invite listeners of Music 101 to come to our concert on May 21st, Saturday, May 21st at 8 p.m. in Centennial, where uh, Daniel Culver will again be leading the same ensemble, uh, performing the work once more. Uh, and that again truly will be sort of the 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 final his his final bow in Centennial Hall.
0: So there's going to be another chance to get to hear your work basically uh, as with Daniel conducting it one one last time. One last time, on May twenty first. Yeah, it's kind of
1: kind of hard to believe. It's really great for a composer to have a basically a month's interval between performances. Is spectacular and all the musicians recognize that i mean all the students because the students i mean you'll hear the augie students playing on here they are giving it a hundred and ten percent i mean they are so committed to this performance it was amazing it is such a testament to daniel's work with the students over the years that they were able to pour so much passion into this and yet to a person they all said i'm so happy we get a chance to do this again because it's a new piece and it's got to sink in a little bit so um, I, I, as a composer, that's, of course, repeat performances are one of the things we love. But when it can be with the same musicians with some time for, for the work to sink in, it's very exciting. So
0: I love the whole idea of you wrote the piece. Uh, Daniel conducted the piece, as you mentioned, several of your colleagues performed in there. Mm-hmm. Then you have the Augustana Symphony. So this yeah. was like a huge collaborative effort, basically. And it all came together in this amazing evening. And yeah. Like you said, now you're going to get another chance. Another shot at it. For folks to get to come and hear this piece.
1: It was amazing because, and I should mention too, Michael Zemek, my other colleague who conducts Jenny Lind, he was also, I mean, he prepared the chorus for it, which was no small task. It's not an easy choral part. No. Um, But they really, you know, they, yes, when I sent the thank you email, I realized I sort of had Google count. I mean, how many people am I sending this to? It was uh, over 115 Mm -hmm. people involved. I mean- how amazing is that, that, you, that we had this project that so many people could take such an active part in? That, then that could mean so much uh, both to the musicians presenting and to the audience. So it was a triumph. It was a really wonderful night for Augustana Music. Uh, and, uh, and now we get to try to top it. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought we'd do a little bit. Uh, I can't play the whole work, obviously, because Music 101 is a half hour long. But I thought I'd play sort of some key parts uh, and it might be kind of fun to, I thought it would be fun to start at the end, um, just because the, the piece kind of ends with a bang. Um, I'm not going to ask, I'm going to ask not to play the entire, because the ending is even sort of more over the top than, than this. But what we're hearing is, is the, the grand chorus uh, of this text. Uh, and basically, uh, it's a beautiful text. The whole text itself is about music and the power of music. Of course, music about music is one of the best things, right? I mean, we love to write about our obsession. So um, the, the whole text from the beginning to end sort of, it starts with the, the, the Big Bang, if you will, the creation of the world and how, you know, that was sort of born in harmony. Uh, that, that, you know, that, that sound has been with us from the very beginning. Well, of course, then the, the piece, you know, has to end with the last trumpet. Uh, if we start with the Big Bang, then we've got to end with the last trumpet. So this is a very apocalyptic vision of uh, the end of time. And the text is uh, basically says that just as the world began in Sacred Song, um, th- that when the time comes for music, for, for the world to end, um the text goes the trumpet shall be heard on high the dead shall live the living die and music shall untune the sky which is a text i think of often especially you know biking to work today and saw the incredible blue sky from one end to the other and to have this sense that you know when the when the when this when the sky finally falls it's going to be music that brings it down uh which which was of, of course of beautiful thought for a musician <laughs> so we'll listen to most i think most of the grand chorus from a song for saint cecilia's day performed this past saturday by uh, the augustana symphony orchestra jenny lind vocal ensemble daniel culver conducting and then the soloists are here too, sangeetha ripati and aaron humble So, yes, words cannot express how proud I am oh. of the Augustana musicians uh, performing this work. I mean, it was... That is a
0: top-notch performance from really, everybody. I oh, my agree. gosh. The I level agree. of musicianship is way up Ex- there. And, and
1: excitement. <laughs> I mean, you can really, I think, uh, perceive the excitement. Um, and, you know, it's it's funny because I, th- as far as straightforwardness of expression, this is about as straightforward of music as I've ever written. Uh, and sometimes, you know, you sit back and your your latent modernist impulses ask you, like, is this, you know, is this too many triads <laughs> or something? Um, but it is kind of amazing. I brought my uh, three of my kids to rehearsal, uh, six, five, and three. And my six-year-old, I mean, there's no experience like ha- driving home in the car and having your six-year-old sing back a motive to you. I mean, she's going, da, 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 it's, it's in the car. I'm like actually that's kind of an amazing experience I think you know that hasn't that hasn't happened to me many times so that gave me sort of divine confirmation that it's okay to write a tune like that <laughs> it's not, you're not betraying you're not betraying the art by writing something uh, this accessible and it's you know it certainly isn't the most accessible work but but um I, as I said, I'm just enormously, enormously proud of the Augustana musicians and, and grateful to Dr. Culver for initiating this project.
0: Well, and you had talked about uh, the, the dedication and the commitment that everybody brought to Yes. performing this piece. And yes. it's so evident when you hear that, right. even just that, uh, we're going to be hearing more of that mm-hmm. lusciousness, but yeah. uh, what what really struck me is that, wow, you know, the, the passion is there and this is not an easy work as no. you yourself pointed out. No. It is a very complex piece. Yes. All of the movements are very, they're different. Mm-hmm. They are connected, but right. they're very different right. and each one has... These amazing complexities that uh, this would not be something you could sit down and you know at sight reading you could probably pull it off mm-hmm. pretty well because these are some top notch musicians right again here. well no I think but, you're I think you know, you're right they really dug into this deep
1: they did and I and and I Daniel never would have wanted me to write a piece that was was so easy that you could just sit down and play it and be done with it. I mean, this took some serious work and it took work over a long period of time. I mean, especially compared to what I'm used to, usually I hear the first rehearsal four days before a concert, uh, and then hear the, you know, hear the subsequent rehearsals and then a performance and then we're done. But, uh, nobody wanted that. No, I mean, nobody, nobody wanted, uh, you know, and I hate to, I don't want to use the term, um, educational music as if there's anything wrong with that but uh because students can do amazing things but this is really a professional quality piece and everyone absolutely rose to the occasion so that's sort of the very the 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 ending goes even more over the top than you heard there um so if you want to hear if you want to hear what the end of the world truly sounds like uh you'll have to come on may 21st um, do you think maybe I, we, we definitely have time to look at a little bit more of the piece? I thought after sort of seeing the, the, the apotheosis, the end, you know, the consummation of all things, it might be kind of fun to go back to the beginning, uh, hear the beginning of the work, because this is, if that was sort of the end of the world, then the beginning of the world is here in, in the opening movement. So, wow. <laughs> yeah so that that was the that was the, the so creation the of the world there was in music, the beginning yes. there was music exactly <laughs> and uh it's it's funny because the and i hope the listeners at home could hear the opening because the opening is almost more felt than heard uh, it starts with this low harp uh pluck and from that is is this G and there's this low g and in fact the 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 G is it's you might call it a piece in G oratorio in G because it begins in G and ends in G and and th- over the course of the whole piece spans the Octave, so each of the diatonic notes a b c d e f sharp and g all get kind of their their time in the piece Uh, so here we are we're starting in g um and uh the the whole idea it's what's really fun about this is if you can hear these weird sort of almost seagull effects it almost sounds like uh it's just very glassy and very uh transparent those are actually cellos who on the G string, the open G, are sliding um, very, very lightly up and down very quickly. And what that does is it releases all the harmonics. If anybody plays guitar or some other string instrument, if you do that, you'll hear pitches jump up and down all over the place because these are all the harmonics. And um, the whole point of the first movement is that music is part of the physical universe. That if there is a physical, music is is really it's kind of uh, hard to imagine aside from a physical world so uh it, according to dryden when the voice of god says arise ye more than dead and all the infrastructure all the elements you know cold and moist and hot and dry when they all leap from the jarring atoms of nothingness uh, because there is space now uh, there is music there is sound um and, uh, and so he starts with that, but then, of course, he would never say that music is just me- a mere material uh, phenomenon. Uh, you know, uh, Busoni, I think it was, who famously said, music is a resonant air, you know, sort of a rather reductionist definition of music. But he actually would, you know, of course, say it begins with that, that you cannot imagine music aside from this uh, material universe. So that's, that's how the piece begins. And then, of course, much of the rest of the piece talks about what, hum, what, what music means in a human context, um, which is we're going to jump to the fourth movement, I think, um, uh, in a few moments. And just sort of basically the whole idea is that music can stir up any possible kind of emotion uh, and has over its history.
0: Yeah, if you're just tuning in now, obviously, uh, getting to know very well the voice of Dr. Jacob Banks, a music professor here at Augustana, who wrote a song for St. Cecilia's Day as part of uh, a farewell to Daniel Culver for his many years of service here at Augustana. He's going to retire. Why would he do that? It's just hard. Yeah, just hard, it's hard to, to imagine. imagine. I mean, it's going to be...
1: It's just, <laughs> well, so, you know.
0: yeah, been here at Augie since 1974, right. I believe, so 40, 42 right. years. Uh the orchestra was formed in Augustana Symphony was formed in eighteen ninety-three. So we figure that's what about 123 years that that orchestra's been in existence, and he served as conductor for forty-two of right. those. That, right, that's a full, third of, a full third of the history <laughs> of the, I mean, the longest serving yeah. person in that <laughs> position
1: a, by far. I <laughs> mean it's just really it's really uh, pretty remarkable. So So anyway, anyway, this was the piece that you this wrote was the piece. for yeah, this, yeah, and yeah. It, it
0: took place this concert took place on April thirtieth. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there will be another performance yes. on May 21st where you'll get to hear this piece that Jacob wrote a uh, song for Saint Cecilia's day and this is what we've been listening to and now I'm never not gonna think of the G chord as being anything but primeval <laughs> now thank you Jacob you're welcome and from welcome. The G from the G, G chord. issued for In life
1: life exactly it's like a documentary PBS doc anyone anyone <laughs> making a documentary uh, on on the origins of the universe uh, call my agent please <laughs> But well, we don't know the sound of right. music. That's right, the sound, we the honest. sound of the, the sound of, yeah, but it was actually very fun, I mean, as we were in rehearsal at this very, at this beginning, I mean, it, you know, I, I wrote a lot of orchestral music this year, and, and to be honest, you can't keep it all in the front of your mind, and this was, I wrote three orchestral pieces, this was the first one I wrote, and it had been kind of, like, tucked away a little bit, because I'd been dealing with other rehearsals, and engraving everything, and. And, uh, and so when this came back in rehearsal I said I remembered what I was thinking about when I wrote it which was what what is nothing like and that that's really what was I was thinking about at the beginning now you know music that is nothing I mean John Cage sort of famously proved there was no such thing right because the music and the sound in the room will fill in the blanks um, I'm summarizing uh, rather crudely his thought but really I mean the to contemplate nothing uh, is is it, you know, you, you, don't, you don't want to do it while you're crossing 38th Street. Let's just say that. <laughs> uh, it's not safe. Not safe to do so. But really, if I could imagine a musical nothing, it was sort of this like, dung, 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 you know, the, those, the plucks that you hear, mm-hmm. which were just kind of like disordered atoms, which are something. So that can't be nothing. And then sort of like this spectrum of, of um, harmonics uh, displayed by the glissandi and the strings. So... You know, I, I, it sort of came back to me. I'm like, oh, I was contemplating like, what what was nothing like, and uh, and that's kind of a unfathomable idea. But as long as there's been something, there's been music, which is Dryden's point, and and I I can't help as a as a proud member of my guild, I can't help but agree.
0: So now we're going to uh, sample a little bit of the fourth movement.
1: Yes, this is this is where Jenny Lind Vocal Ensemble really gets to gets to show what they're made of. Uh, it's this tricky, very rhythmic, very driven central uh, movement. Uh, which is not even, it's not strictly a choral movement. I consider it an orchestral movement uh, with interjections by, very difficult (laughs) to sing interjections (laughs) by the choir. But this is, again, along the themes of the many different expressive uh, uh, moods and emotions that can be expressed by music. (laughs) Music Yeah, you're not kidding no (laughs) that's that's not easy harmonies
0: (laughs) not easy harmonies for them and then the orchestra too has quite a challenge oh yeah (laughs) yeah
1: to keep keep all that together is not an easy task but so beautifully done by augustana musicians here yeah so that the of course the theme of this verse is war i mean that that uh the trumpets loud clangor excites us to arms uh with shrill notes of anger and so of course there's great trumpet solos um Uh, By uh, really just very, very well played, um, beautifully played and beautifully sung. And then the next verse is is talks about, you know, the soft complaining flute in dying notes discovers the woes of helpless lovers, Uh, It brings up the lute. And then um, it's uh, sharp violins proclaim. So it's all these musical instruments. It's all this instrumental music. And so in a way, it was hard to be sure that I was writing the right piece. But in other ways, it wasn't because it was all about music. And, you know, I'm sorry. I mean, certain composers are more contrarian than myself. So when the poet mentions violins, I write for the violins. Uh I just do. (laughs) Some people don't like that. I mean, Stravinsky famously made fun of Benjamin Britten. For the war requiem, because you see, you know, it's something along the lines of. You know, the the poet mentions the drums of war, and the drums in the orchestra obey. You know, it's it's like this, to be a slave to the text. To just when it mentions a musical instrument, to use that instrument. But I'm sorry, I mean, if if it's talking about the last trumpet, I'm going to write a piece. I'm going to write a part for the last trumpet. I mean, uh-huh. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, everyone would you know would be confused. So, um,
0: well, the language is calling forth it that really musical is. imagery. So mm-hmm. I think if you're composing, it would seem like an obvious thing i, I can right. see where they would maybe argue on the side of let's do something a little more outside Less of obvious. the box yeah, 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 and, yeah but i can i also agree with that if it says that what's going to bring most of the emotional impact is going to be if the trumpet shall sound we right. hear a trumpet, we hear a trumpet. <laughs> right
1: right and you know anyone can do whatever they want uh with their music you know if they you know if they want to write a cello solo when the viola is mentioned, uh, as Schoenberg does in Piero Lanier, that's fine. I mean, that can be, it can be quite amazing. Uh, but uh, but I was more than happy to write something really <laughs> nice for the violins when, when the poet mentions the violins proclaiming. So,
0: so these were selections from a song for St. Cecilia's Day. Jacob wrote this uh, for uh, Daniel Culver's Uh, retirement here after 42 years of service here to Augustana College, conducting the Augustana Symphony Orchestra, as you mentioned, the Youth Symphony. I mean, his contributions cannot be overstated or understated enough. Uh, This man has has, uh, contributed a lot to the musical life of Augustana College and to the Quad Cities community as a whole. So how Awesome that must have been to write this piece and then hear it all come together so beautifully on April 30th with the Augustana Symphony, uh the Jenny Lind choir. Vocal ensemble, uh, yes. vocal ensemble yeah. and yeah. then the soloists, uh uh, it, it was just a, an amazing evening, and as you mentioned, and we'll quickly get this in again, you get to uh, reprise this again. Please, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I,
1: I invite people. I mean, it's a free concert, so we're not selling tickets. So, you know, the, I don't get a take of the box office. Is this in Centennial Hall? This is Hall in Centennial too? Hall. And okay. you also get to hear the the um, symphonic band and I believe the Augustana Choir. There's always a choir, uh, it's choir, band, and orchestra. We call it the triple concert. And uh, it it will be a really really very fine concert uh, on May twenty first at eight pm in Centennial.
0: So real tour de force. Uh, thank you once again, Jacob, for another fascinating of course edition of well, music. Well, thank you Formula for indulging one. me
1: and playing my own music. I, you know, <laughs> I usually like to highlight other composers, but it seemed timely.
0: So. Uh, very much so. This was this was special, very Good. special. So thanks, Jacob.